Hello, everybody, and welcome to Movies, Wrestling, and Other Bullshit. LJH, and of course, Mox. Joe Mox is here, and it's another week, and not a lot to cover because we're st- kind of a little out of a loop and everything, like, still because of last week, but... Essentially, our show has become unscripted. <laughs> well, we've always been unscripted. Now we're yeah. just really winging it. So what we're going to do is wax, sit back. It's in show time, then we'll get to it. thing that I want to get into is uh, let's let's hit movies for a second here Joey um Spider-Man Far From Home as if we didn't know clearly took the box office the last two weeks oh yeah um I'm hearing mixed things people are telling me go see it go see it it's awesome I have other people telling me it's a giant tribute to Tony Stark yeah what have you heard? Are you going to go see it? Are you interested in seeing it? I don't know when I'm going to go see it. I probably will have to wait until it comes out on DVD. Blu-ray, DVD, stream. Yeah. Um, what I do know about it is that basically Spider-Man is um, learning the ways of what Tony Stark couldn't finish. And he's learning his style and there's a little more of a love love triangle to him and MJ and it looks really good. I just, I'm behind on the Spider-Man era and basically all the Avengers. Like, I, like Joey could probably tell you more about how um, the relationship between Tony Stark and Peter Parker is because he saw Endgame. Yeah. Although I thought it was, thought it was some kind of, like, weird thing they had going on. I thought it was hysterical when they, when they just took turns killing everybody. So he, he could tell you more uh, about basically what this movie goes into. Um, basically, Tony Stark's, his, I want to say butler, but I'm sure that's wrong, is teaching him what where Tony Stark left off with the technology and basically giving it to Spider-Man. Sounds right. Yeah. So it's getting great reviews. It's awesome um, from everybody that I talked to. So... Make sure you catch it if you haven't done that yet. But let's get into box office something news that I didn't think was possible and the words that would not come out of my mouth. Annabelle has completely kicked Chucky's ass. I kind of expected it. <laughs> um, now, granted, the first Child's... Excuse me. Not the first Child's Play. The Child's Play 2019 version with the Buddy doll... Made basically all it was going to make the first week. Um, like it I said, done. It, like I said, great movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, if you are a fan of the original Child's Play series, don't criticize it. Go into it an open mind and say, hey, look, there's a way for me to like both franchises. It was phenomenal. It was great. Um, go in an open minded. 
like the original Child's Play series with Don Marcini, but also like this one um, if you're going to enjoy it. It was done well. Now, Annabelle, on the other hand, um, a lot of mixed reviews on Annabelle Come Home for two reasons. One, you have to realize the first two Annabelles are based off true events. Annabelle Come Home was made up. Warner completely made up a new story to keep the Annabelle franchise going. So, where we went from basically being true to, okay, now we're making our own story. Um, my nephew saw it. He said Say it was, Five Nights. That's what I thought. My nephew saw it. He said it was really, really good. And then other people saw it and they said, eh, they could have done a little bit better with it and done some other stuff. Um, critics loved it. We didn't get bashed at all. I don't like using this term because I don't like believing them and what they, whatever they do. But Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 88%. And I know we don't go by Rotten Tomatoes on anything because they just, they, they bash the world. Yeah. Um, so that looks good. We also got a new Lion King teaser trailer. With Timon and Pumbaa running and hitting vultures. Yeah. Did you see that? That was actually pretty funny. Um, what else did we get? We got a teaser tra- Okay, here we go. We got a teaser trailer. And bear in mind, the movie hasn't even filmed yet. But they did this last year around the same time. Um, Ryan Reynolds and the cast of Deadpool filmed a minute and a half Deadpool 3 trailer. Did you see that? With him no. looking, with him looking into the fridge, and he's making comments. Um, very, very funny. If you have not seen that, look up Deadpool three teaser trailer. Um, it looks hysterical. It um, so that's on the horizon. Um, Melissa McCarthy, familiar with her? Yes. Heat. Uh, for those of you that aren't, Heat. Um, Happy Time Murders. Um, other movies, um, The Gilmore Girl she stars in, um, is looking like she's been casted as Ursula for the upcoming live-action Little Mermaid. Now, I don't know how I feel about that. For two things. One, I think she'd be good for it for, like, Ursula being, like, comical-wise. But to me, Joey, I, I, I see Ursula being more of, like, Queen Latifah. Because to me, Ursula just comes off as... Witchy. Witchy. And I think Queen Latifah could totally pull that off. Yeah. Where most of McCarthy's going to take the role and make it a little fun. It's going to be a humor thing. It's not going to be the same. Yeah. I, well, I do think they're going to do a great job with the live-action Little Mermaid. This is going to be Disney's most expensive live-action project yet. There better not be a shark in there. Well, if they're going by the original film, um, at the beginning, they are chased by... him and Her and Flounder are chased by a shark. Exactly. We're not going to spend the first 20 minutes of the week. My eyeball's covered. So, um, it all depends on what route they take it. But they did say it will be Disney's expensive live-action feature done so far. Well, yeah, it's all underwater, so it's all got to be animated. Yeah. It's not like they can do anything really live-action underwater. <laughs> Um, the only parts you could really do where it's actual people would be 
when she's on land with her legs. Sticking with Disney, and we'll give you more information about the live action movie as it happens. Um, going back to Deadpool, the president or CEO, if you will, of Disney announced the other day that they were going to try something new. And they've already aware people, they put the posts out, they put the uh, things out that um, it is not a kid film, but they said they're gonna try to make history here. They said they've already pushed boundaries of Pirates of the Caribbean by putting a PG-13 movie under the castle. By under the castle, I mean when you watch the movie, you see the intro and it's the castle and it says Disney Pictures. They're going beyond that. Deadpool 3 is going under the castle name with yeah. the rated R logo. Now, you think Disney, you think kids, you think, okay, they can push the boundaries a little bit. Because a, a lot of kids like Pirates of the Caribbean. But they're going to be teased with this because they're going to be like, we can't see this. Yeah. Um, personally, I think Disney should give it to uh, Touchstone Pictures. Because then it lets them know that it's not a familiar film for children. But I get while they're doing it. They're trying not to use so many of the low-budget companies if they don't have to. And because Deadpool falls under the Marvel Universe, they wanted part of Disney Marvel. Uh, like I said, sneaking it under the Disney name is going to be hard. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about that, and they said it's going to cause some controversy at first, but... This new CEO believes in catering to the adults and children. Like most size like film companies do. Like he says, if Warner can have their own radar movies, why can't we under the cast name? Why are we hiding under yeah. Touchstone? Which makes sense. And if Deadpool pulls it off, then you've got plenty of other franchises that can go right underneath that. that. And that's the thing. They have to succeed, otherwise... Disney also has announced... That they are going to be, I'll say rebooting, because I don't like the term remake, rebooting John McClane. They said it's time for a diehard film with him being younger. That's so that, you know, they can use someone who's not Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah. Because um, <laughs> we all know that's not going to work out. Excited. But not excited. They want to basically show how John McClane first got onto the force. They want to take it back to before... The Tower. The original Die Hard. Which, by the way, for those of you that are listening, I don't care what you all say, it's a fucking Christmas movie! Sorry, I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> I've been saying that for years. <laughs> um, so... There's that. There's also the live-action Mulan trailer... Has come out, and people are asking the question, where's Mushu? Don't worry. He's in it. They just have not clarified him yet or showed him yet because he is being voiced by Kevin Hart. Oh, boy. So that should be a lot of fun as well. Um, we are also... Let's get into some other weird things. Um... Did anybody see that trailer? Now, I laughed. And if Joey saw it, he's like me, and he laughed. And for those that 
people were terrified by it. I can understand how you were, but did anybody see that It 2 Chapter 2 trailer? I did not, but I heard it was hysterical. Basically, Beth goes back to her hometown and she visits her home. And there's an old lady in there. And she's talking about how, uh, how she used to live. And Beth talks about how she used to live oh there. Oh my god, I did see it. The old lady invites her in. And she's just like twitching and shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking hysterical. <laughs> and then they, uh, she starts to see pictures of Pennywise. It looks like it's going to be good. But I want... They should be releasing a full trailer soon. I mean, we yeah. are getting into August. The movie comes out in September. Side note, can we just say, what is this, Scream 4? <laughs> they say it's very... going to be a lot more gorier than the first one. I expected that. Um, so also, at the same time, going to be a little bit more humorous than the first one. Because part two of the original movie was a lot more humorous. Yeah. So they're going to blend it together. Speaking of Scream, did you see the new season of what was more based off the movie? No. I have not yet either. So when you have a job, we got to try to stream that and so we can talk about it next week. Because everybody said it was really, really good. If you guys know... It I've was seen really... season one and two. Yeah. Um, if you haven't... If you guys have seen it, give us your feedback on it. Let us know how it was. That way we can talk about it as well. But, you know, let's move on. Chris Pratt was on set the other day for Jurassic World, but guess where he was on set? At Jurassic World in Orlando. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, California. Not Orlando yet. Um, they haven't announced They yet. showed him on the ride. Joey, appreciate this. He went on the ride. Um, it's on YouTube. You can look for it. And he's going up the ride, and then the one point where they, you know, the where you had the mechanical issues, the dinosaurs are coming. He all of a sudden he's being he's just filming, and then on the screen you hear him go, "Hey, that's me!" <laughs> and the people on the boat were laughing hysterically. Um, they said it was really really fun, but he said on a serious note, um, they're waiting for Joey. Her name? Who? Ron Howard's daughter. Oh, um. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. They're waiting for Bryce Howard to finish filming up her latest film. Yeah. They're almost done. And they said that Jurassic World... It's 2021, they said. Yeah, but we on three or four? Three. That's what's coming. This is supposed to be the... Three, yeah. Uh, we'll start shooting this December. Yeah. So... They said it's possible it can get a early release date, depending on when filming finishes up and when they can start editing. Yeah. But it is set for 2021. Yeah. Also set for 2021. This is news that I heard. Now, basically, this is a rumor. And please bear with me on the rumor. Um, we normally don't come with rumors, but I thought this was big to cover. So this is rumored. So don't uh, say, oh, he was an idiot. He was wrong. It's rumored. Um, Captain Marvel. Another one? The girl that played Captain Marvel. Brie Larson. According to, according to some sources, has been fired from Disney. Really? Um, she is contracted to do, she's contracted to do Captain Marvel 2 because it's already almost in progress. 
but according to everybody, um, everybody hated her. Yeah. They say she's not easy to work with. They said that Robert Downey Jr., every scene that you see Robert Downey Jr. with her in Endgame, Robert Downey Jr. is CGI'd in. He goes, I, he couldn't even be in the same room with her. Hmm. But they said that, uh, again, rumor, I'm saying rumor in big capital letters here, okay? Rumor is that there are supposed to be four Captain Marvel films, plus another spinoff into the new Avenger click. Yeah. And the rumor is they have casted Debbie Ryan as Captain Marvel. For those of you who don't know who Debbie Ryan is... My brain went to Jesse real fast. Yeah, she stars as Jesse from the show Jesse. Uh, she was. She's also got her own show on Netflix. It's got a weird name to it. I'll get back to you on that. Um, but it's that sh- that one where she's the uh, she was the fat girl and now she's the yeah the model. Exactly. That show is hysterical. It is funny. Um, <laughs> but um, they casted her because they said that she looks close to the role. I'm okay with that. I think Debbie Ryan could pull it off if the rumors are true. Again, big capital letter rumor. So. But you will see the other girl, um... Brie Larson. Brie Larson do Captain Marvel 2 before you see Debbie Ryan. If it is true. Thoughts on that, Joe? You think Debbie Ryan could pull it off? See, I keep seeing her as a little kid, so I'm, like, losing my mind. Yeah, well, if you watch that Netflix series, she's clearly not a little kid. No. No, no. Speaking of picturing people as little kids, um... I can't think of the name of the show, but it's on HBO. I caught Zendaya in her new show. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I heard. Uh-huh. Um, very, very interesting. And Zendaya also, you know, she's a busy girl. Mm-hmm. She's also in Spider-Man Far From Home and yes. playing MJ. And she also will be part of a live-action Disney project in the future. Um, it just says up. It just says upcoming live Disney action project. That's exactly what it says. But it's not the Little Mermaid. It's something else that they have coming out with. I believe I'm the. If I'm hearing it's true, it's something to do with the sword and the stone. Mm-hmm. So there's that. So that let's uh, get out of movie news for now because we because there's not really a lot there. Yeah. So we're gonna bounce off the ropes, hit that clothesline, and get right into the movie news. We're trying to do less intros here, just at the beginning, because I think it's a lot easier and yeah. a lot less time-consuming. So, what do we cover first? Evolve or Fight from the Fall? Well, if you cover Evolve, I didn't watch it because... I didn't watch it <laughs> either. I'll be honest with you. All I can say about um, Evolve and Fight from the Fallen on a review aspect of reading them, both shows air at the same time. Mm-hmm. Both were about three hours, and both got a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. That's what I know. Um, as far as Fight from the Fallen goes, I'm going to... Which was a charity show. Cha- yes, it was a charity show. I'm going to give it to Joey here, and he's going to go down to match a little bit, because unfortunately I wasn't able to catch it. I am going to catch it, but I'm going to... The matches were good. Give it to Joey here, and... Yeah. I'm kind of... I'm kind of just like your your AEW section now because Well, I am going to be watching. I just like I said I just I between, They were good. A mm-hmm. lot of the, a lot of the matches were good. We might we may have an injury. Who's, but who's injured? Uh MJF supposedly. Mm-hmm. They uh 
What's that other company he wrestles for? He's the champion. Same as Pop, right? No, that's Neville. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, he was a champion. They stripped him of the title last night. Because supposedly he's got some kind of injury that it's not serious right now, but it's enough for them to tell him to stay home and cancel a match he had. Because he, well. te- he teamed with Spears, which Spears beaten Darby Allen real quick. Now, you got to see him heal for the first time. How is... Sean Spears? Sean Spears heal. Much better than Ty Dillinger ever was. I just don't picture him heal, you know. It's, it's, he's rough. and Like, I, I watched the match and I was just like... I am so wrapped up in this and I don't even know how to even begin to process it. Because bear in mind, New Japan's got the G1 going on right now. Right. Which Mox is now... 2-0. He's... His first match he had... I don't know. I, I really need to start watching more Japan because I don't know who these people are. But this guy came down to the ring with a, with a girl and he was singing in the microphone. I'm like, what is this? The Phantom of the Opera? And I thought... Japanese right. version of it in English? Yeah, but no. He, was, he wore like a mask and... <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember his name now. It's going to bother me. Anyway, so this match, you're thinking, oh, it's Japan, it'll be a, a G1 match. And then all of a sudden, he jumped Mox in the middle of in the, in the crowd wow. before he even finished his entrance. Probably a bad idea for him. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. Because then it turned into a brawl. And then came probably the funniest thing I've ever heard in, in, in Japanese. Uh. He grabs Mox, he's throwing him into the barricade. And all of a sudden, Mox turns around and kicks him in the stomach. And he says, oh, shit. (laughs) And Mox begins to punch him in the face. Nice. They go down to the ringside. Mox, you know, throws him into the the thing. And he goes, I'll teach you to piss me off. I'm like, oh, no. Next thing you know, a table has come out. I'm like, oh, no. So they're fighting in front of the table. And finally, uh, he's actually going to power. He tries to. They actually referred to it as the last ride to pick him up and power bomb to the table. Okay. Mox slips underneath his legs, picks him up, and proceeds to urinagi him through the fucking table. <laughs> and he hit him so hard that you see everybody just kind of cringe. The poor, the poor girl, I, I felt bad for her. She would run over to him. And he goes, that'll fucking teach you. <laughs> and, um, I did see that promo with Mox. That was funny. Yeah, you got to watch his, his after stuff. Now, bear in mind, he's got... Uh, What's his name? Shumi something. Carrying the belt around for him like his manager. But he's calling him Shooter. <laughs> and it's it's hysterical. But, um... So then, you know... Tenshi, I think his name is, brings a chair in and he hits Mox with the chair. With Japan, when you're outside the ring, it's right. no disqualification. Mox almost got counted out at the beginning. So then, they go in the ring, and the, re- and the guy sh- throws Mox into the referee. And I was like, oh, well, this is, this is interesting. So he tries to, he brings a chair, he has the manager bring a chair into the ring. You can't swing a chair at Mox when he's facing you. <laughs> no, couldn't swing him as a... Couldn't swing a chair at him when he was facing you when he was... Ambrose either, to be fair, yeah. yeah. He catches the chair with his hands, and then throws it in his face. But there is less than maybe 
six centimeters between them. And he wings this chair in his face. And then picks him up and Death Rider and he wins. But it seems like Mox is staying with that lifting version of it now. He's no longer spiking people Very into stiff, it. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, back to, back to Fight for the Fallen. It was a great show all around. It really was. My only complaint is, is it felt a little too bland. Somebody else said bland and rushed. Like, and it almost... for some reason, they were... I love AEW. Yeah. Like, you know, I've, I've jumped ship on... Yeah, well... I'm, like, on the lifeboat as the Titanic is sinking. Yeah, well, somebody on Twitter... It just... It felt... Somebody on Twitter said, hey, new stage, you know? Yeah. 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 And the way they did the stage, they said they're going to try to mix it up all the time so that it feels different because, you know, one of Dodie's biggest complaints is we have the same stage for literally everything now, even the pay-per-views. Well, going forward to WWE, um, I'll say this week... Um, this is the when Paul Heyman and Bischoff were taken over completely. Now, Bischoff's been having a little bit of issues with traveling. Um, he had brought this up to me in my attention before. It's not that he's not showing up in meetings. It's that he's stuck right now because he's waiting on a couple of renewals for a passport because he has not been able to travel because yes. he hasn't traveled but in a long time. The, um, the story on that that I got was that they're doing the meetings and he's not even calling in. And it's rubbing people the wrong way already. But unfortunately, you can't just make this announcement and then un- undo it. Right. So but you also understand the way Bischoff works. Bischoff is not one of those people. He wasn't in WCW. He wasn't even. He wasn't even like that when he was a character in WWE. He's not one of those people to to sit in meetings and be like, "Hey, you know this? Fill me in when I get there." Yeah. That's just how Bischoff has always been, and that's where Paul how he Heyman swings. is. Yeah. Where Paul Heyman is more hands on. Right. Yeah. Um. So. Going. I tried to I tried to watch last week's Raw, and like 20 minutes into it, I was like, what am I doing with my Monday night? Going forward, this is where it gets interesting and fun. Heyman has already, has already said, Pyro's coming back. We need the Pyro. Um, it makes things interesting. AEW's spending the money. It's not expensive. We gotta do the pyro. Um, also, it's already been announced that SmackDown Live is getting its own separate stage come the fall. You yeah, know, it's I, I like I said as far as WWE goes, it's been six weeks. Yeah. I haven't watched pay per views. I canceled my network. I don't. I haven't been watching it, so I'm, I'm just really waiting for them to say something that would bring me back, and last night, when I found out Brock Lesnar cashed in, and now the title's going to disappear again, that's well, not going to make me come back. Well, they said he's going to be scheduled more. They said the only reason why they gave him the title is so they could take the briefcase off of him. Yeah, but like, that was, for me, that's like, as someone who's walked away, that's not what I want to hear, you know? Right. Um... The plan is for Seth to still be the Beastler and to reclaim it at SummerSlam in some capacity. But it's also rumored, and again, rumored, that you'll see Reigns versus Rock at SummerSlam. Yeah. Or 
here's what's interesting. They're also saying that they may do Cesaro versus Brock at SummerSlam because, for those of you who don't know, Heyman is very big on Cesaro. Supposedly, coming out of that pay-per-view last night, uh, Black versus Cesaro was the only thing you really had to see. Because supposedly that was it. That was the best. Yeah. It, they said it was... It was good. I may, I may have to go and watch it somehow. No, that I don't have the network anymore. <laughs> there's ways. You know, there's... Yeah. Somebody will upload it. But, um... Another another thing, I'm I'm kind of with AEW. I'm kind of I don't know. I won't. I don't want to say I'm I'm mad about it because I understand. If you really look at, you know about the people who have stake in a company like the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. I feel like those people are getting a little more of a push Companies, than some yeah. of the talent that are there. They'll get there. You know, I think, I mean, to be fair, I can't say nothing because they haven't started weekly TV yet. Right. Exactly. Um, keeping with wrestling and getting into the other bullshit part of it. Actually, I have a little bullshit for you. People are getting paranoid. Um, NBA 2K has been announced. What is going on? Now, we have a rumored date. Maybe they'll clarify it um, during the week. But the rumor date is October 25th. That's a Friday. Yeah. Normally, WWE does not... Excuse me, not WWE. 2K does not release the game on a Friday. But Joey brought my attention that the reason maybe they picked that date is because they're trying to stay far away from... From Call of Duty or Call something Duty, that's coming out. Something that's coming out. They're rebooting Modern Warfare. So, you know, yeah, that's uh, just not what I want to be near. Yeah, um, so that could be an issue. Uh, again, it could be a rumor date. It maybe, could be a placeholder. Maybe it is the week of the 25th, and it comes out that Tuesday before. Yeah. So we'll keep you posted on that. What we do know is, it's pretty much confirmed. They haven't said it, but what we do know is that Becky's on the cover. Yeah. Although, to be fair, they haven't said literally anything about it. Most and, likely, it's Becky. Yeah, and to like I said, most of the time, they don't wait this long. We usually hear something around... Well, people. around this time last year... You were in Russo's home, and he was telling you about the first parts of the roster. Yeah. Yeah, so... So, they had already announced, you know, Styles on the cover by now. So, either they're either they're gearing up to swing a whole bunch of information at once, that or they're so hiding something. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And it would not be the first time they hid something until launch. Because finding out in 2K15 that you could buy it on new next-gen consoles sounded great. Until you found out about all the features they took away on launch day. Yeah. And well, the next-gen console for Scarlet un- is not this year. It's next year. So we don't have to yeah. worry about that. Yeah, I don't have to worry about upgrading. You have at least Which, four, four to five years before they're going to start making Xbox One and X obsolete. Ha. Huh. Obsolete. So you won't have to fade away and cash or fly yourself as obsolete just yet. Yeah, I'm all out on that one, too. <laughs> Huh? I'm all out on that one too. Bye. <laughs> um, so don't have to worry about that. All out. It's going to be very interesting because they're they've got a basically they're they're got to hold the steam that they have now till it gets to TV. Right. You know, but which they seem to be doing on their own. They're not yeah. letting you forget that. They're not letting you forget that they're there. Yeah, a little more than like I said. All in was great, and then we had nothing until double or nothing, right? Like a, right. almost a full year. And they managed to yeah. carry that momentum. 
yep, they kept it. They all did their own thing. Um, I, I heard it. On an interview with uh, with Darby Allen, they told him, you, you know, you're going to have to stop trying to kill yourself on a skateboard when you get to TV because you're going to need to be there every week. Um, they also have announced they are going to have a mid-card title. Yeah. They are women's title, um, tag title. And then they're also going to do another version of a different championship from the past or something like that. Yeah. But, you know... I'm, I'm, I'm more hopeful for their future... Than WWE's right now, but at the same time, this is the beginning. Yeah. Tonight should be the beginning. It's the beginning. Yeah, I think WWE is gonna turn around. Um, like I've been saying, Vince is a lot more willing now. He's starting to see what AEW can do. So now, and that's the thing. Yeah. When when they did Double or Nothing, he laughed it off with that ridiculous fourteen minutes in a three hour show of wrestling. Yeah, like that was a slap in the face to all of us still watching at the time. That was that was pretty much it for me at that point. Like, yeah, he's no longer doing that. Yeah, no, you can kind of see it, but at the same time, there's fear there. Yes, like I've kind of gotten to the point now with WWE where I'm like, until you show me something worth watching, I'm not watching. Right. Because that's essentially John Cena said it best. If you're in the match and they're booing you, at least they're paying attention. Right. It's when they stop talking completely. And they said there was a lot of that at Extreme Rules last night where the crowd was just silent. Or if it was, they weren't silent, well, they weren't really Extreme into it. Rules was supposed to be the end of the Vince era. Yeah. So we'll see with tonight how, uh, excuse me, I'll say tonight, but, but it's I, it, Monday, I mean, yeah. during the week, how things progress out. Yeah. But also, we have to take it from a standpoint where it's going to be adjustable. Yeah. It's going to be hard to get used to seeing two companies finally go head to head. Yeah. Which Pac did it the first four months of launch, but AEW is going to be a lot different. Yeah. And like I said, at this point, the only competition AEW has is, is New Japan. Once they get weekly TV, it's not going to be against New Japan anymore because New Japan doesn't have weekly TV unless you subscribe. Right. And pay for the, the world the service. Yeah. Yeah. AEW will be on constantly on TNT on Wednesday nights. You With know? one show starting and another show possibly starting next year yeah. as um, as well. Right now they're making the one. Uh, the, what, from what I understood, it was TNT's decision to give them one. Let's see how they do. And then if, yeah. if they can, then make it a two-week one. Which then you have to wonder where that show's going to go because they're already in the middle of the week. So do you put a Saturday show on or do you well, go swing great, it on Monday nights? A great man. Um, from the past in wrestling, from what I hear, and I just, I love quoting this because it's funny, um, you used to say something great, and I'm going to say it now just because that's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't know who I was talking about, that was Adam Rose. That was that. <laughs> we'll see you on Thursday, yes? <laughs> that's the other rumored show will be on a Thursday, like a Thunder type yeah. thing. And I, I can tell you right now, just from the, the interviews I've seen with Tony Khan, after the shows, he will not make the same mistake WCW did. He makes a lot of comparisons to the, his company being like WCW. Like they even, they're even talking about using the WCW ring, which is a little smaller. Right. You know, and changing the sets around, which is what WCW used to do. But I don't think he would put the elite in charge of one show and just let them continuously build no, themselves up. No, no, no. Up. They're going. They're going to hire professional writers. They're going to do the right thing. They're yeah. going to do, and they're going to have. You know, Cody, Young Bucks, and Omega, and Jericho 
will not be scripted by any stretch. Yeah. And that's the thing. That was one of the things that Jericho was talking about. The, he, it was pretty much the reason he did not go back to the week. When he showed up to do his promo at Fight for the Fallen, he wasn't handed a script. He didn't have any. He didn't have to go to anybody and get approval. He went out there. He said what he wanted to say. Came right back. That's the that's the thing about AEW. That's the biggest drawing point and that's, for not only the fans but the wrestlers too. And they said that Vince is slowly heading in that direction too, but certain things still have to get past them. And I understand it. I understand why Vince has to be so cautious. AEW doesn't have the sponsors that Vince does. He yeah. doesn't have... So certain things can't be said. I understand that point of view. But at this point, like, if you're you're handicapped in your company that way against an enemy yeah. that has no handicaps. He literally... Vince said it... Vince said it best the other day. Um, he was on Twitter and he said, uh, a new era is beginning. What he meant by that was... He's going to push the boundaries of PG to as far as he can go. Yeah. Till, um, the FC goes, till the FCC goes, hey, mm-hmm. it's time for a change that rating if you're going to go this yeah. far. And now that leaves Vince with an option. Is he going to tone it down? Or TV 14. Or is he going to sh- continue to stretch it? It's going to depend on ratings and however else that runs. But let's get into some other stuff. All right. Uh, what do you got for other bullshit? I got, a, I got another bullshit for you. We're going to talk. It's going to actually has kind of to do with what we were just talking about. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. June 14th, 2004. Do you remember that Raw? Yes and no. Okay. Do you remember what the big angle about that Raw was? No. That was the night that Lita told everyone she was pregnant it was Kane's. Tell me the night I had a nowhere with Mike Kanellis and... Maria. No. Okay. This was the night I stopped watching wrestling the first time. Okay? I'm going to throw another date at you. Where is it? September 17th, 2006. I know that's when you started watching again. Yes. That was CM Punk's pipe bomb? Nope. Unforgiven, 2006. When John Cena threw Edge off the ladder through the two tables to win the title. Okay. Notice there's this thing here. I stopped watching for two years, and something comes out that brings me back. But I had to find out about it. Right, right, right. The other way. This is me basically telling me to, this is what you got to do. Yeah, you got to step up. Like, convince me to come back. Okay? Let's talk about, let's say, I want to say June, June 1st, 2012, 2014. What is so important about that date? What happened that night? Was that the night they brought Bischoff in? That was the night that they broke up the shield. Mm. That nobody saw coming. I would say legitimately that's the last time they ever shocked me with anything. And it's hard to do now with the internet and whatever. Right. It, no, it, it is. Um... But that's what I want to talk about for the other bullshit. It is... I've come to the point with WWE where, how do I describe it? I feel like I'm betraying them by not watching, but I feel like they're betraying me by putting on what they're putting on. Right. It, they need to realize it, 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 it's a game changer. It's, yeah. It, they have to... And I want to go into the, the feud that we were kind of already talking about it between AEW and WWE. It's It's kind of... I have this feeling like I'm like I'm betraying 
Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Finn Balor, although he lost the title to Nakamura last night. So, like, I want to support these guys. I do. But I feel like, like when you when you start working at another job, and your friends still work at the other job, right? And the other job stabs you in the back so bad that you can't even talk about them. Mm-hmm. But you still have friends there that you want to see, but you don't want to deal with right. the company. That's how WWE has put me in this position. I really would have. Apparently, Bobby Lashley and Braun put on a hell of a match last night, Last Man Standing. Yeah. And- a lot of big spots yeah including Braun walking through a wall to say I'm still standing and win the match and this is the same guy that two two weeks ago was having a tug of war match on the wall well also with a ruptured spleen which was a real legit injury his spleen was ruptured Mm -hmm. Um, but they said he was going to be good with medications and whatever yeah like this is this is the problem I have and I think Bailey's a good champion I was really hoping they were going to listen to Cross were going to win last night. I understand why they didn't. The reason yeah. why... They was loved. That's the problem. Well, Alexa Bliss is going through a lot right now. Just when, they, just when she's back on top of her career, something pulls her down. Yeah, I've noticed that. It's um, an injury or something. She's dealing with an illness. Yeah. Not life-threatening or anything. But she's got very huge sinus issues right this second. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunately, it's taken her from TV. Yeah. Which is why they're afraid to... They're basically afraid to put... Afraid. They're basically afraid to put the <laughs> title back on her. Because they're basically saying, well, what if? Yeah. Now, Alexa Bliss, other than Becky Lynch... And Charlotte is the only woman to win the Raw and SmackDown woman title up to recently until Bailey just did it. Alexa Bliss is still thought of as very, very high to Vince McMahon. He loves her, but at the same time, she started to show a lot of weakness. And it's not her... And granted, it's not her fault. But... And like I said, well, well, I want to swing into the AEW side as well. Yeah. Looking at it, what I've looked at, for me to get to this point where I'm not watching WWE anymore, it has to be bad. Because I've stuck through just about everything. Right. <laughs> you know, I've seen, I've seen tug of war matches on Monday Night Raw. I've seen a Raw where there was 14 minutes of wrestling in a three-hour show. It's true. It's gotten to the point where your competition is telling you all the stuff they're going to do that the fans are mad at you for. But here's the question everybody is wondering as well. AEW is putting on these hell of great shows. They're putting on all this. But does it continue? Yes. And once they go to TV, will they lack the same stuff eventually? And that's the thing. And it was in an interview with JR... He was asked, do you think AEW will ever put WWE out of business? And he said, it's ridiculous that people think that. Yeah. And I think, it, I think it's not even possible because WWE is a very, very large machine. 
It's a multi-billion dollar company. The company itself is worth more than Vince. Yes. I do not think that AEW could ever uh, no. put them out of business. I don't think WWE will ever fold. Let's put it this way. And, you know, I, it's funny that you brought that up because I, I say this a lot. There was only one company that had the potential to do it. And in the end, Vince got the last laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do believe this. If Time Warner didn't come out the, uh, if t- come out years ago in 1997-ish, 1998, and say, hey... We don't want wrestling on our broadcast anymore. It absolutely would have went the other way. Yeah. It absolutely would have been Eric Bischoff walking down that raw ramp and winning. That and letting people, letting, letting, letting uh, wrestlers run the company instead of himself. Right, but there's no... that definitely didn't help. There's no doubt about it, though, that if Time Warner didn't come out and say, we no longer want this product on her, on, 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 on her, on her services... You wouldn't be looking at WWE today. Yeah. WCW would be the multi-billion dollar company. But I also think the, the NWO thing had played a lot in the destruction of WCW. It played a lot in the... Especially with Hogan just walking out eventually. Yeah, it it did. It played a lot and, you know, they... The last six months of WCW were pretty bad from a backstage perspective. Because that's when they were announced mm-hmm. that they were no longer going to be on that... Yeah. On TNT or TBS and... Ted Turner was basically stepping down. That, so at that point, they were like, fuck it. Yeah. You know? But I don't think they expected Vince to buy. Yeah. Like, I think they thought they'd be saved by something else. They'd be like, okay, we're going to be good. But yeah, when sorry, highest, no Netflix, no Netflix this time. <laughs> when your highest bidder was Vince McMahon. Yeah. And that's the thing. Dodie has spent all this, has been around for, like, ever now. They've built roots now there you can't are, destroy. Wait, now, there are rumors going around. Uh, for one, going into... Let's step into the middle here because there's, there's AEW, there's WWE, but there is still something in the middle. Yeah. And they have not made an impact, despite their name. No. Um, in fact, they seem to be going in the opposite direction. Yeah. Morrison, or Impact, or Nitro. Hennigan, or Nitro... Nitro. Uh, he's basically got as many personas now as Mick Foley, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> left, done, walked out of the company. I saw that. Yeah. Um, now he's teasing. How did he put it? He teased that he's going home. Yeah. Now, this could be his push. This could yeah. be it. Um. Let's see if he ends up back in WWE. We'll see what happens. The funny part about him saying I'm going home was he actually tagged Melina in that post. <laughs> yeah. Um, she laughed it off and said, congrats. Hope everything works out. This, the history between those two is hysterical if you ever looked that up. But oh, anyway, yeah. that different story, different time. Oh, yeah. Um, different bullshit show. <laughs> LAX left. Mm-hmm. The two members left. Eddie Kingston on his way out the door. Uh, at this point... Now, WWE has had an exodus of people leaving. Yeah. You know. But... But not to this magnitude. Yeah, not like Impact. So It's not like AJ Styles walked out the door yesterday. Right, so my thing is this. At this point, Anthem should either approach Tony Khan... 
or approach Vince to be like, listen, we're clearly not doing this right. Um, we're up for bid. Yeah. My opinion to you is... Supposedly, they're getting close to a TV deal. Nobody's going to want to watch that TV if all your big stars are leaving. My opinion to you is... Both... Tony Khan and Vince would benefit the product and the wrestlers. Yeah. I feel like with with Moss in AEW... But here's the problem with Khan Mm -hmm. and Vince... Vince will snap up any talent he can get his hands on. Vince will end up being the one buying Impact because in reality, how much more money is Daddy going to give Tony Khan? Yeah. He's already given him enough money to run his company for at least three years. To have him buy out another? Yeah. No. And that's the thing that I worry about with Tony Khan. Um, I don't want him to go down the road that Impact did. Yeah. Because, you know, Jeff Jarrett was very successful in Impact. Then he sold it to Dixie, which was a birthday present from her daddy. Mm-hmm. And... That's when it started. Right. I don't want Tony Khan to get to that level. Tony Khan has the opportunity not to pull the same stuff as Dixie. Yes. Don't pull and money out of nowhere just because you can. Yes. <laughs> and at the same time, I don't think I don't think he would. Yeah. I, But I will say this. Not that I don't love Dixie. Dixie as a character was a great persona. Yeah. I Business feel like... Dixie. I feel like... Because LAX is kind of like... They haven't really decided where they're going yet. But they've received offers from both companies. Now, Vince isn't going to throw the same kind of money that AEW is throwing around. Unless you're Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Yes, and... I'm not even going to get into them losing all the time... When they brought them in to be this big faction. And then yeah, it is what it is. Them showing up in, LA, in, in AEW, huge. Yes. Them showing up in WWE, if you were LAX, would you rather go somewhere where you're guaranteed you're going to get some TV and be pushed? Or would you rather go somewhere where you may end up like Finn Balor? Well, it depends. If they end up going into WWE and they go down the NXT road first... Then they'll be fine. You'll be fine. Until they get called up. Yeah, and your names will be changed to... Uh... Eric and Ivar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the thing they're doing with Kevin Owens is genius. Well, you know, I was on the pay-per-view, but all these people went in there. Genius, because... Which is funny... Liv Morgan says, shut up, keep my name out of it, now I'm going to invest even further. <laughs> she's going to end up back, she's gonna back in NXT, <laughs> she's which like, wouldn't be the worst thing for her at this like, point. Damn it. She got drafted, and then, you know, the wild card started, whatever that means. Which is funny, I did not know that her and Ali were a couple until the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Cute couple, by the way, I just didn't expect that. I thought it was funny when I, when I scrolled through her Instagram yesterday. I, I saw a picture. There's a picture of her taking a picture. And then the bottom one, you see Sarah Logan. You were late to the show because you took this picture, weren't you? She goes, you know it. <laughs> it's not like I'm doing anything. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's not like she's... she's she got brought over in the shakeup and hasn't been used yet. Now, we gotta start uh, but, calling ourselves out. but Yeah, but I would say at this point, Tony Khan's not stupid. He knows what the what the audience wants because he's a fan himself. Right. 
So in the end, I don't think Tony Khan would, would bury his company the way WCW kind of ruined themselves. Or the way Impact is heading. Yes. I see if, if anyone was going to buy Impact. Think about Sammy Callahan being an Impact. Because essentially those two are the only... He's really all they've got star power-wise now that Impact is, is left. Yeah. LAX is leaving. He's all they got. And he's, he's generated a lot of bad press for them. Right. As much as he has, if him and Mox started tagging in AEW, I would, that would be a massive draw. Especially yes. because all you have to do is play up on the stuff they did for CZW. Which they've they kind of easily, already done. Which they can very easily get rights to. So yeah. CZW and would love the exposure. They had, when they did the promo for him and Janela, you, you had stuff from CZW in there. Mm-hmm. You know? That's exposure for CZW. And hey, you know, take it. Exactly. Especially with an upcoming company like AEW. Now, before we end this, I want to go back into WWE for a second here. Um, Funhouse. Gone. Gone as in they're done with it? They're done shooting it and... The puppets are just showing up places now and he's going to pop up soon. God, I hope so. Because... (laughs) Um, I was expecting him to debut the week after the puppets. Well, the it's one puppet like, showed up the other day and was like following around Apollo Crews. Yeah. In like a really creepy way. The female puppet. I can't think of her name. Yeah. So. Oh. Uh, Abby the Witch. Yeah. Abby. There you go. Uh, I think Bruce Wyatt. Bruce Wyatt. Wow. Bray Wyatt. Um, will be a big draw back to that company. And that might be what wheels you back in, depending on how dark and statistic they yeah. take. Yeah. But at the same time, there's, there's a fine line between dragging it on to make you watch, waiting for it, and waiting too long. They did it with Daniel Bryan, remember? Yeah. And he's notorious for dragging, like, oh, we're going to bring up the demon. And then you saw him, what, like once every six months? Right. Maybe. Like, he was doing it for all the takeovers, and now you're going to do it. Bal- you said Brian, but you meant Balor. Well, Brian, too, because Daniel Bryan, almost, they almost missed the window because they waited so long to put the title on him. Yeah. And Dewey is known for doing that. But then there's known for doing it too quickly. And yes. I've gone into this numerous times. Like, I, I, I felt bad when Randy Orton beat Chris Benoit mm-hmm. at SummerSlam and won his first world title. We were like, dude, put it on him, put it on him. And then he did it, and the fans were like, yay. Yay, we finally got yay, it. We got it. And that's why Triple H won it so quickly. Because yeah. as much as we wanted it, once he won it, we realized he wasn't ready. Yeah. And, like I said, and that's what's putting titles on people. Hangman Page and Chris Jericho. Are fighting for AEW now, World Championship. Now, I've gone over this with Darren. Um, Hangman Page is a big name. Yes. Okay. Um, numerous world titles in ROH. Numerous world titles around the world. However, Jericho... Is a bigger name. Is the bigger name. Jericho is... World, Jericho is worldwide. Yeah. If you go, if you are a pro wrestling fan and you can look at me in the eye and go, who's Chris Jericho? 
you don't deserve to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, because he's been around forever. Um, now, my opinion to you is, and I didn't agree with Darren at first, but you know I do now. Slap it on Jericho first. Have Paige and him continue a feud, and then have Paige beat Jericho shockingly. And they can go, wow. And do it on TV. And do it on TV. Like, wow, this is the man to watch. This yes. man just beat future WWE Hall of Famer well, or wrestling Hall of Famer in general, Chris Jericho. At Fight for the Fallen, he had a, a – he Paige had a fucking hell of a match with Kip Saban. They tore it down. like, And that's the thing. They led into that match with Kip Saban saying, if I beat Hangman Page, why shouldn't I – Get a shot at the title. Right. And then you also have... They started at double or nothing, and they haven't done anything with it yet, but Mox and Jericho. Mox shouldn't just jump right into the title scene, because that's a WWE mistake. Just bringing yeah. your big names in to yeah, throw titles. Um, and Mox and Jericho have had their few... They've had their matches in the past, but AEW can make it a definite... Exactly. The biggest difference different. between WWE and AEW... They'll let the two of them go out there in AEW and say whatever the hell they want. No, no screening. Consistency. Yes. Mox won't go out there and talk about his stupid music career or something about his kids or, you know. Or how the crowd smells or yeah, want to be there and yeah. take shot. And get Mox shot. will go out there and basically threaten to kill him on live TV <laughs> and we'll just enjoy it. You know. Jericho could go out there and, and say yeah. whatever he wants. You know, he doesn't have to get approved by anybody. Right. You know. So. So we're going to basically. Leave it, leave it there. But right. I would say at this point, nobody knows what they have to do. It's true. It's just a matter if they can get away with it. We shall. We'll, we will find out. But we're going to end this here. The clock is telling me that it's time to make this a wrap. I have to come up with a better system. But thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts for always being around. We love you all. And we're still unscripted. LJH. And Mox. And we will see you next week. Or hear you next week. However that works out. It works. It's words. Just say them. <laughs> and remember, no matter what, me and Joe always do it. We always stay starstruck.